0: he the and, skits
1: and all the best that you like. It's David Stevens and Jacobites. Hello and welcome to Jacobites, the official podcast for Jacobite Productions. I'm David Stevens, and each episode I'll be talking to different members of the society about their role and a little bit about them in general. For our first episode, I've got a very special treat for you. Not one, but two guests here to talk about the upcoming film the 13th day of christmas let me introduce the multi-talented mr matthew widdison hello and the lovely miss charlotte rose howley hello so guys uh, how are you both
2: well i'm multi-talented and uh, i can't remember what you said about charlotte i'm still overwhelmed <laughs> by the multi-talented comment so whatever you said about charlotte as well
1: <laughs> right so, first of all, I've got a couple of standard questions for you to answer. These are about yourselves. Do you mind being a bit honest? I
2: love a answering bit, questions uh, about myself. A <laughs> bit honest. A bit a bit honest sounds disconcertingly vague. OK.
1: So, uh, Matthew, we'll start with you then. How did you first get involved with the society?
2: Well, I started it.
1: OK. Could you elaborate for the, the, the people who don't know about this?
2: Um. So, oh gosh, uh, 2013... I uh, acted in a film at last minute for um, a, a production company called Geek Studios, and um, and then a few months later, I did a, another another piece for them as well. At the time, I'd been working on a a script for a pilot episode of a sitcom called Backfire, which was awful. and um, uh, it was it was one of those scripts where everyone that read it thought it was really funny. And I showed it to this production company and they thought it was hilarious. And they asked if they could make it. And I said, yes, definitely. As long as I can direct it. And they were fine with that. Um, And we made it. We filmed it. And it was atrocious. It was terrible. It was really bad. Not funny at all. It was sort of like some sort of camp 70s thing that failed. It was terrible, awful. And um, so they didn't want anything to do with me after that. And uh, so I decided to set up my own uh, production group, theatre company, whatever you want to call it, and, um, and did it more or less straight away. So, and that's where it went from.
1: Excellent. Charlotte, can you top that?
0: Wow. No, that went on for about 10 minutes. Um, okay, let me take you a couple of years back. So I just finished um, beauty therapy at college and I knew I really wanted to do acting and I saw on Facebook that they were casting for is it was it um Whitechapel not, Murders that's it yes. the Whitechapel Murders so I thought oh, I'll go along and see what that's about and I've been there ever since I think I've done I did Whitechapel Boo and then what was what was the the two-part series we did what was that Ca- Captive Resistance Captive Resistance. Yep. Yeah, and now 13th Day of Christmas
1: okay and out of all of those uh what has been your favorite one
0: Um, probably Boo. I really liked Boo. That was a lot of fun. And I don't really like Pantomime. I thought, oh God, I'd be awful at Pantomime, but I really enjoyed it. It was great.
1: Matthew, what's been your favourite production that you've worked on with the group? Oh gosh. Um,
2: We did, uh, going back a few years, we did a radio play called Black Friday 1745, which was a huge driving force for me starting Jacobite Productions. It was uh, something that I'd wanted to do or be involved in or have something to do for years. Um, and um, so that, that's that got a special place for me. And we had a big launch uh, for it with like a parade in the street and, and all sorts. And it was absolutely fantastic. It's probably not the best for me. Gosh, it's probably Boo as well, just because <laughs> it, was, it was so well-received and it was the first attempt I'd had at writing something comedic since i wrote that awful sitcom that we won't talk about ever again and uh and it was genuinely funny people you know we were laughing backstage audience were in hysterics and we had people coming back afterwards and saying what what? you know it was the best night they'd ha- had out in years and what have you watching it so i think probably for me as well although it was um not the sort of writing i normally do it, it yeah it was probably my my favorite project to be involved in
1: okay cool now interesting one here what's been your biggest challenge do you think working with the company go
2: on charlotte
0: um i think probably what i'm doing now the co-directing job um because i directed train Spotting in college but that was just like with my college friends and it was only about a 10 minute segment on stage and that's kind of all that i had done directing wise um, so yeah, this is quite a challenge for me, and it's also great to like do it from behind the camera instead of in front of the camera because you see it all a bit differently.
2: Okay. Yeah, Matthew, I don't know. It's that's a really good question, David, um, because all the chat well, there's been loads and loads of challenges, but they've all been really exciting ones, and we've we've more or less succeeded at everything we've done. So you always look back at those challenges quite fondly. Um, probably the biggest like single moment challenge was uh we we put on before boo the halloween before we put on a show called trick or treat um and we put that together in 11 days uh which was astonishing considering what what it was about and at the start of that 11 days we didn't even have a venue and we'd already marketed it and advertised it the venue we had fell through we had to get another venue quickly and um so that that particular production putting that on was probably the biggest sort of single challenge that we had and again it was we sold out um every night that we put it on and we got great feedback from it so yeah the result from it and the the amount of work that went into it that i'd say that one
1: yeah okay right what's your most embarrassing on camera or on stage anecdote i I have one
2: i can think of loads for you charlotte (laughs) for (laughs) me Go, go, go on then, enlighten me, because I can't um, of- No, no, uh, embarrassing for you. Um, I mean, the worst thing for me, uh, it, um, I mean, there's a couple of times where I forgot to go on stage, uh, but that's all, it's all worked out fine, because I've had good cast who have covered for me. But probably the most difficult, which everyone else seemed to think was hilarious, uh, was on the opening night in the opening scene, when we did Boo um, in 2019. Opening night, opening scene, um, I had to do a very, very simple, minor stunt and broke my toe and had to do the rest of the run, the whole run with a broken toe. And, uh, and, it, and it really hurt. And I, my character all of a sudden seemed to develop a strange walking <laughs> impediment uh, for the rest of the run. And uh, every so often I'd be doing lines and just sort of go, oh, <laughs> it just hurt. Yeah, it, and my whole toe went black, absolutely shattered the bone. So I know
0: we're talking about Jacobite and everything but I've just thought of my most embarrassing moment on stage, which actually wasn't involved with you at all. But I was in a production of Les Mires when I was, I think I was 15. And I can't see in the dark at all. Like my eyesight is absolutely terrible. And I was in charge of bringing out the fake bar when the blackout was on and it had all the, like the empty bottles on top of the bar. But the audience could see me, but I couldn't see them because of my eyesight. And I came out and I couldn't find the bar, and I was just, I was just like a blind person trying to find where this was. So I ended up like all the bottles just went smashing all over the floor, and I just ended up just running backstage because I was.
2: <laughs> <in the next laughs> I um I did once again. It was with a different production company doing Christmas Carol, which is something we're going to be doing this Christmas. And yeah, uh, some somehow I got trapped. The theatre that we were doing it at had had two wings. But one of the wings was a dead end. You couldn't go anywhere but back on stage from it. It was, it was blocked off by two brick walls. So you could either go out into the audience through a curtain or onto stage. And that was it. And I somehow managed to get myself trapped, uh, stark naked in that wing <laughs> and, uh, and rely on desperate hand signals to members of the cast who were going to be entering stage and coming off again to bring some sort of robe with them so I could sneak back on.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. All right, then. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to the the project. So tell me then, what appeals to you both most about 13th day of Christmas? To I just
0: start... like the murder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawn to the murder.
2: Just worry. This tells us but a lot about I you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can sit in the boot on the way to shooting tomorrow, Charlotte, that's, sure. that's too scary. Um, in all seriousness as unprofessional as this is going to sound I've, I've directed a number of plays i've directed films i've acted in loads and i'm notorious for never reading the script so i once directed a play called the cherry tree and up until opening night i'd never i, I never read the script for it uh, i just told the writer i loved it and told the producer i thought it was brilliant and i would love to direct it and they believed me and at no point during the whole rehearsal process did i read the script and i never read scripts but 13th day it was, it, i was given the script by the writer dan um, at the start of the pandemic and um, I, I remember I sat in the garden. It was very sunny, sat in the garden, started reading it, thinking I'll read a few pages and that will be enough for me to blag that I've read it. And I read the whole thing in one go, which is just unheard. Of. i read the whole thing and I was just drawn to it straight away. I thought this is fantastic. I absolutely love it. And I think, um, I, I think even within minutes of reading, I think it was on the phone to Charlotte saying, this is, this is fantastic. Can you uh, assist directing it? Um and, uh, and it just spiraled from there. So, it, yeah, it, I was drawn to it straight away. It was just such good writing. The characters
0: in, in this are really complex as well. Like, there's no there's no 2D characters. Everyone's got, I don't know, they've got something about them.
2: You, 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 you could, not that anyone would ever do this, but you could write a spin-off film for every single, even characters that have, like, one scene. You could write a spin-off about every character in it. They're so in-depth, and they've yeah. got such such genuine personality and character traits, character faults, um, and, and I think, yeah, it, I was just drawn to the, to the style of writing and yeah, the, the, the way the characters were written straight away. And the script has been developed since I read that, and it's only improved, it's improved tenfold in the, in the, the, the edits that it's had since then. And with the new exciting characters that have been brought into it to make the existing characters even better than they already were. And um, I just I just felt it was a, 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 a script, a story, that people had to see and it was going to get made by someone was going to be lucky enough to, to be able to produce and direct it. And I just thought I want that to be Jacobite Productions because it is astonishingly good.
1: Right. Yes, because I've noticed being involved with it It when it was initially, it was initially a stage play, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And it the script has gotten like a third bigger than it was.
2: <laughs> in- <laughs> I think it might even just be more than a third, actually. I think it's doubled in size. And think it's adding so much, so much depth to it just it is fantastic and you know a good, a good film will be very watchable I always think that if you can't identify with a central character in a film then I can't I can't say that it's a good film and there, there are films that people have said are fantastic because of the, the cinemography or because of special effects or anything like that. But I always think if you can't remember the names of characters and you can't follow a character or a couple of characters and through escapism become that character during the course of the film and empathize with that character. What, what's the point of the film? It's you just sat there. It's just optical chewing gum. And this is just the, the complete reverse of that. It, there are so many characters in it that people will identify with. Um, and and have empathy with, that they'll go on that journey with them. And, yeah, it's,
1: you know, it's fantastic. And speaking of uh, characters, um, would you care to tell me a little bit about your respective characters?
0: Okay, so my character is called Dr Miranda Blake, and she's a psychologist that works alongside the detectives. And she works with all of the people that have been thrown into jail. And she basically spends her whole life trying to make people like better than they are and do better in their life
2: that was brilliant that was what a synopsis congratulations well done i don't think i don't think i can compete with that um so my character is david jennings and i uh, am the detective inspector i'm uh, effectively the the central character um that sounds very big-headed i wasn't originally cast as the main character i'm gonna make that very clear um Uh, we had someone else you didn't mind had...
0: you didn't mind putting yourself in there though
2: I was so distraught <laughs> when I had to accept the role as the main character <laughs> in the best script I've ever read. I was so upset. it was terrible. I had to have counseling um, but um so so my character is effectively the lead detective who is uh, without giving too much away then is, is hunting what would appear to be a serial killer who is stalking uh, a seaside town. And it's set in 2002 against the sort of the, the nightclub scene backdrop of, of that era, which was, which was for, for those of you who are old enough to remember that, um, was, was a seaside a town. town. Seaside I town.
1: It, 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 I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's why
2: we're filming in Brighton in two weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So my character is someone who goes through the emotional turmoil of feeling that these cases, uh, uh, you know, these murders that are happening and trying to solve them and, and coming up against dead ends and what have you and, you know, misleading evidence and things like that. And it's just, it's his journey and all the characters who revolve around him. So exciting.
1: Great. Great. Now then, got a little bit of something special. We do, in fact, have a, a quiz that's been made to see how well the two of you know each other. Basically,
0: I am so going to lose. I don't listen to anything Matty says. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: Charlotte, isn't it? Is that right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so each of my guests have given me six questions about themselves, and whoever wins, I am going to try and think up of some kind of prize. I'll try I and think make the loser should have to, to buy the Costas
2: wins. on the way to Brighton
1: right i've so... got my
0: costa card so i don't mind
2: <laughs> where did you get that from uh someone called <laughs> matthew I'm not,
1: I'm not quite sure well given that then i'll start with charlotte's questions because the first one is what is my go-to order at costa coffee
2: um it's i know this uh what oh.
1: Crikey. How are you there, Matthew?
2: You, you you ordered a green tea a while back, Um, but I don't think that's what you go for. Isn't it some sort of coconut frappuccino? No. no. You got the chino bit right. It, uh, not, uh, I don't no. know.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Moving on.
0: Wow, I'm disappointed. That was an easy one.
1: Okay, then. Question Crikey. two. What was Charlotte's first ever acting role?
2: Uh, How am I supposed to get that? I don't
1: know. Um, Well, I almost told her to be quiet earlier on because she almost let it slip.
2: Oh, she was in Les Mis uh, when she was about 15 and uh, (laughs) she played a character in it. (laughs) I did play a character in it. There was something to do with carrying bottles on or something, I remember. but
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, What car does Charlotte drive? I need a make and I need a model.
2: Oh, for crying out loud, it's red and it's got mould on it. I don't know. (laughs) Um,
1: You can have half a a point if you can get one of them. It
2: doesn't anymore, thanks very much. It's a Mazda, and it's got three letters. Is it an M-Z-K or something? It's a Mazda. I honestly thought you'd know all this.
1: It's Uh, a Mazda, so I'm going to give you half a point for that one. Woo! So you've got one and a half points now.
2: All right, okay.
1: What is Charlotte's favourite movie of all time?
2: I know what it should be. Um, is it is it the uh, something about the witch project um, no it's um, favourite movie of all time oh you've watched so many recently as well though because you yeah, loved American you loved American Beauty and that yeah. should be your favourite film out of all the films you watch because it's unbelievable um, but it isn't It's you told me this I think oh. I've told
0: you this many times actually maybe it's you that doesn't listen to me <laughs>
2: um I can't. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Is it, is it lame? Is
1: it no, no. I'm having a no. bear. It is, in fact, labyrinth.
2: Of course, it is.
1: <laughs> which It's funny because my my mother is, in fact, a massive David Bowie fan. Has been all her life, but she can't stand that film because she said the really is terrible. Yeah. Wow. wow.
2: I remember. I remember when that film came out.
1: Right. This one might be tricky. Guess my height. Oh, five foot seven. No. I guess five foot seven, funnily enough, but no.
0: Why does everyone think I'm that tall?
2: I'm really Because sure. you are.
1: You're wrong. You are five foot seven. I'm not. Well, I think you might be wrong there. Okay. okay. And this is something that was mentioned fairly recently, I believe, so you may know it. It's, what's the one song I can play on the piano?
2: Come on. So, the Pixies, Where Is My Mind? Yay! Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Matthew Whitteson with a grand score of 2.5.
0: If I don't get more than that, I'm going to be extremely disappointed in myself.
1: Right. So, OK. So I'll, it's your <laughs> turn. OK. Question one. What are Matthew's middle names?
0: Are you joking? No. Oh, my God. Middle names. So there's more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to guess because I have no idea. Matthew, James, Rodney Widdersen. <laughs> no. Was I close?
1: No. I mean, all. they were names. Even that on one of the, the initials has got to be C because that's Matthew's stage name. Oh, um, yes. But no. No, it's Matthew. Do you want to tell her?
2: It's Matthew Oliver Christian Winnison
0: You have never told me this in your life.
2: Wow. You say that now.
1: Ah, okay, question that's two. What car does Matthew drive? I <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Blue
0: sometimes.
1: I think we're seeing a bit of a... <laughs> You
0: pick me up in a different car every time. <laughs> um, for some reason, I've forgotten every single make and model of any car ever. I don't know. It no. It's
1: a Chevrolet Lucetti. Damn it. Okay, who does Matthew think is the greatest actor of all time?
2: Mm. So, I'm just going to preempt this. The answer you've got is true, but right. if she gives another answer, I think you should accept it because I have said this other actor is possibly. Right. I, I won't say anymore because it will give it away. So, you can okay. have one or two for this.
0: Okay, I think David Tennant.
2: No, I've always said David Tennant's the greatest British actor of all time. So, I think you should. That, have that. Are you
1: going to allow that? Yeah,
2: I wish well, maybe half point I got a
1: half. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks.
2: Tom Hanks is the greatest
0: actor. Oh all time. yes, yeah, no, you did, you
1: did tell me that, yeah. Okay, now this one isn't really personal to Matthew because the question is, who is the best James Bond? Oh my god! Everyone knows the answer to this: who the best James Bond is?
0: Oh my god! Um, I feel like oh, I know who my dad's favorite one is. <laughs> <helps>. <laughs> um. There's only one coming up in my head. I can't think of any others right now. Sean Connery.
1: Matthew, do you want to provide the answer in a a, uh, suitable voice? My
2: name is Bond. James Bond. I'd like a vodka martini. Shaken. Not stirred. Roger Moore. For God's sake. Obviously. (sighs) Quintessential English gentleman.
1: Okay. How many different countries have I been to?
2: Oh my God.
0: I don't think he's been too many.
2: Well, that's subjective, isn't it? Um,
0: I'm going to say four. 20. 20?
1: Admittedly, the th- it does say, I think.
0: But... <laughs> I'm sure you told me that you don't like travelling much.
1: Um, No, I don't think I've
2: ever said that.
1: Oh. Again, this one's sort of... Anyway, what was the first play that I directed?
0: As part... Oh, no. Um... I know it's not, but I'm going to say Cherry Tree.
1: It is, in fact, the Cherry Tree. Oh, it tree. is! So, so this has been a catastrophically poor quiz. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is me and Matthew don't listen to each other, ever. <laughs> what?
1: Because when it... Matthew is winning with 2.5. Charlotte is a uh, terrible, terrible second with 1. 1.5. One's
0: better than zero.
2: This You're is, the zero in this.
0: So I'm winning.
1: Right. We're all winners. So uh, finally, I asked for some questions from the other members, and I didn't get anything until this morning when I got a barrage of questions from one person. So I'm not going to tell you who they are because they've asked to be remaining anonymous.
2: What was that word, David? David. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anomalous right and there are some of them are a bit random but uh we'll see shall we if you were any animal in the world what would you be dolphin i'm gonna do this as a rapid fire so you know oh, okay okay
2: uh, 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 crikey um sloth <laughs> <laughs> that would fit you very well
1: if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why?
0: Invisibility.
1: Invisibility.
0: And now I've got to say why, and now I don't know why actually. Probably so I could like squeeze into concerts and things without having to pay. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with something that isn't rude as well.
1: Oh, I was to say, <laughs> That's a, an ethical, an ethical answer. There. <laughs> okay, who is your biggest celebrity crush?
2: Uh... Oh, that, David Tennant for me, obviously. <laughs>
0: Female Angelina Jolie, male, probably Brad Pitt, because I've been watching a lot of Brad Pitt movies recently. So I'm going to go Brad Pitt.
1: Do, do you um, like any women, Matthew? <laughs> I hope so. Do you like um, any women? <laughs> uh,
2: My first ever celebrity crush was Anna carida the gymnast. Um, current, um, I don't know, uh, Kaylee Hawes.
1: Not bad, not bad okay <laughs> what is the biggest secret you are willing to reveal
2: um i don't really have any secrets i tell no. everyone everything i can't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: can wow skip... that's a tough one isn't it we can yeah. skip that one if you can't think of anything
2: can we come back to it at the end david it's a good question okay i
0: have one I have
2: one. Oh, of course you do.
0: When I was in primary school, I don't think me and my mum have ever told anyone else this, actually. When I was in primary school, I um, I don't know why I didn't like her. I just really didn't like, want, like this particular girl. I don't think she ever even did anything horrible to me. But one day in class, I asked to go to the toilet and I took a permanent marker pen and I drew all over her coat in the locker room. And um, they found out it was me because the teachers made us do like a heads down, thumbs up thing to find out who the culprit was and it was
1: me
0: wow i'm a really nice person actually that's
1: terrible i mean i'm shocked this is when you snapped for the first time isn't it that's why you're into murders (laughs) okay who is your idol and why um gosh
0: i don't want to sound really cliche but my mum no
2: that is very cliche
0: I know, but it is—it's the truth. So I'm not going to make a lie no. up. Um, okay. Just because she's like the strongest person I've ever known, she's brilliant, amazing.
1: lover. her.
2: Um, do they? Could they be alive or do they are dead or?
1: No, they're dead ever.
2: Um, I, I was going to say Morrissey, but I'm not. I'm going to say because Charlotte's answer was a lot more meaningful than just saying Morrissey. <laughs> although Morrissey's amazing. Um, I'm going to say my late grandfather. Um, who was uh, a war hero and, um, and, and a, just a, a fantastic, fantastic guy, fantastic father, fantastic grandfather. Um, and I'll just tell very quickly, the, 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 there's loads of stories about him that just make him amazing. But during the Second World War, he, he received a, a, the, the, the a, a British Medal of Honor. Um, during the uh, North African campaign, he, he was in a tank battle in a village with the Italians. And he was, they were under heavy fire, his, his uh, battalion were under heavy fire and he was sh- hiding behind a tank and there was a, a, a young 11, 12 year old African boy in the middle of the village sat on the floor crying in the middle of this battle and he, he ran out from behind his tank to rescue this boy and was shot 13 times doing it um, and, and got the boy to safety. Uh, so um, for that and, and lots of other reasons, I, I'm going to say my grandfather.
1: Okay. Wow. I'll take, you can both get one extra point on the quiz for actually saying something meaningful. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's it doesn't. It doesn't, that's it doesn't that's change you the place. But... <laughs> okay. What was your favorite subject at school? History.
0: I think mine was science. I really enjoyed science. I don't know why, because I don't think we ever actually did anything. But I just well, that, remember that, that, that might be your
2: answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just remember messing around all the time in those classes. It was fun.
1: Brilliant. Okay, so we've done celebrity crushes now. Are there any celebrities you dislike <laughs> and why? There might be just you don't like them for a particular reason or you might just have an irrational hatred of them. I don't know. I think, Charlotte, in
0: in
2: the future. I think Charlotte should guess who mine is. Because I, I think if she thinks about it, she knows. Uh, the worst actor ever.
0: Oh, no, I'm not even saying his name.
1: <laughs> I think I I'm know.
0: I'm not saying
1: it, it because he is amazing. Is it someone who comp- his name? Is it someone who does comedy, Charlotte?
2: Uh, he doesn't mean to, he's... but he's uh, it's <laughs> hilarious trying to watch him act in films.
1: Oh, maybe it's not who I think it is
2: then. Who did you think it was, David?
1: I thought it was uh, maybe Adam Sandler, because I know that Charlotte oh, likes he's Adam
2: Sandler. As well. Adam Sandler's a poor No, don't. Spirit.
0: No, don't. Because I will get upset. <laughs> he's my favourite person in the world.
2: Thanks.
1: You're welcome. loved <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, who, go on Charlotte who, who's yours I don't have one really
0: I honestly don't have one okay I feel like I feel like to not like somebody you need to know them I don't know any celebrities
1: so
2: fair David enough. did say it could be irrational
0: <laughs> I still don't feel like I do
1: no fair no. enough okay and if you could live anywhere in the world where would it be
0: Hawaii <laughs> always Hawaii, mainly because of the film Fifty First Dates, which surprise, surprise, has Alan Sandler in it.
2: Uh, it's a good film,
0: but it is a great film, isn't
2: it? It is mm, good, not great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, can I can I give three answers? I, I've got a. T- I've been asked this question loads. It's a, it's a common car question on a long journey, and I'm always split between three locations. Right. Um, is that all right? Is that in the yeah. rules? So uh, either uh, London, right um south london um south south, south, london. south london um <laughs> uh the coat is yeah so San Tropez or somewhere along that, that that area there or the scottish Highlands. but i need to get a lot of coats to live up there
1: <laughs> interesting uh what yes those are all the questions from the floor that i have which is
2: awesome they were good yeah they were good actually yeah
1: by oh, um,
2: taxing right so that's why is it why is it on the screen it says my name under there and your name and yours but on charlotte's it just says iphone
0: i because, don't know
1: because charlotte is a robot <laughs> Ah,
2: right <laughs> that makes a lot of sense
0: don't actually exist
1: now now you didn't mention just then that you'd like to go and live in london um it's just a little bit of news as it were uh one of our members here is going to be leaving us soon uh to be moving somewhere down to London. Charlotte, would you like to share a bit about that?
0: Um, yeah, so this year, so I studied for two years doing performing arts at college in Kettering um, and then this year, I'm 26 now, so I feel like I've already passed it to be honest, I feel like I'm getting old. Um, so I just felt like <laughs> Matthew just nodded. <laughs> um yeah so i feel like i just want to i wanted to audition for drama school and i got into drama studio london so i'll be moving there in september and studying for the year and to gain an advanced diploma
1: excellent well i'm sure we'll all miss you very much for that so
0: oh i'll miss you guys too
1: right my clock is ticking down because i cannot be bothered to try and buy the expensive extended zoom package (laughs) very right (laughs) Uh, because it costs 119 pound a year, so yeah. Wow,
2: that, cool. that is not worth it. <laughs> My car costs less than that.
1: <laughs> so all I can all I'll say is um, thank you very much to Charlotte. Say bye, Charlotte.
2: Goodbye, goodbye, Charlotte.
1: And Matthew, thank you very much, Matthew.
2: <laughs> thank you, David. Thank you, Charlotte.
1: And we look, we very much look forward to seeing the thirtieth day of Christmas, which is coming out. Uh, wh- uh, when are we seeing the release?
2: Uh, at Christmas time <laughs> <laughs> funnily
0: enough I think it's around the 13th the 13th day of Christmas
1: and that'll be
2: on uh, that'll be on Amazon Prime
1: right excellent thank you guys
0: bye
2: thank you for having me thanks David he's got the interviews and skits and all the best you like it's David Stevens and Jacobites